Hello friends, my name is Patrick Little and welcome to A Little History in our first season titled A Mythology Apology. Each week I'll be bringing you stories from various mythologies and folklore from around the world. These stories can be some of the most iconic tales we've known and some of them are just really weird and obscure. So join me each week as I present this to you alongside a lot of shit talking, some weird segues and some weird silly sound effects. You're listening to A Little History. Apologies for the questionable audio quality of this episode, but we are streaming in Australia and our internet is terrible. But don't worry, these episodes do get better. And now for episode two of The Curse of the House of Atreus. Ooh, lovely. Who immediately made her their queen. As a cow? No, as a human. Unfortunately, he trips on a tangled root and kind of knocks himself out. <laughs> so he's a horse mechanic and he's a son of a god. He's a horse mechanic. I didn't need a freaking story about making pies, man. I know how to make a bloody pie. I'm Cotty the Deathless. <laughs> give me the fucking ball and I'm going to go down there and I'm going to give Gilgamesh a piece of my mind. Homeless Gandalf without a beard. I'm not going to help you at this point, but what you should do is you should leave your silver snuff box with us for us to remember you by. <laughs> silver snuff box. And she uh, she starts cursing Gilgamesh, being like, fuck you, Gilgamesh, piece of shit. So he heads back to Mycenae with Cassandra the concubine. <laughs> is that what she's known as? You had one job to do, mate. One <laughs> fucking job. Don't look in the closet. I'm glad I got your attention. Welcome back. Uh, we're into part two now of uh, my, yeah. my my tale on the heroes of uh, Mycenae and their lineage. Saga. The saga, yes. I, I call it the lineage because it's basically all one family copying it, which is uh, oh, a spoiler alert or not. Um, as other people as well, but uh, yeah. it's a continuation on the uh, the curse of the house of Atreus. Now, uh, first of all, how, how was your week? You had a good week? Uh, it's well, it's well. You've it's been, better uh, now. I, I reckon you've probably uh, been on uh, on uh, on what we call on on nails, just trying to figure out what's going to happen in this tale. Honestly, I have just forgotten most of it, Pat. So. Oh, fantastic. You're hot to talk. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I listened, I listened to episode one, so I'm all over it now. Oh, oh lovely. <laughs> what's going on. So I'm, I'm ready. Roll over. I'm ready. Okay. So we left off uh, episode one, uh, or part one, I should say, um, with Pelops and Hippodamia riding off into the sunset, uh, merciless, uh, tumbling to his death. Uh, cursing Pelops and his descendants as he goes. Oh, yep, quickly thrown off a curse. Yep. Yeah, that. nice little recap. Um, now, <laughs> Pelops and Hippodamia, they 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 marry, they have a bunch of kids, uh, probably too many that's actually needed to mention, <laughs> to be honest. Um, but so <laughs> skip probably a kid. All right, nice. So that's the end of the story. Live happily ever after. That's it. Put your feet up. We're done. As, that was a short end. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> good. Well, Murderless wasn't. It maybe didn't uh, didn't power up just enough for the curse, so it didn't get all of the descendants. It's got a few of them. 
Ah, ah, yeah. yeah. So, so the main, the main, uh, the main uh, children of Pelops and Hippodamia that we're going to focus on for this one is Thyestes and Atreus. Thyestes. Thyestes. Uh, yep. Okay. Yep. Let's go. So Thyestes go. and Atreus, they're both brothers, and yeah. So, so basically. <laughs> I wouldn't have guessed they were boys. I'm glad you said brothers. I would, I would have called back halfway yeah. through the story. I would have been like, uh. It's hard to tell with some of the names. Yeah, that was, yeah, yeah couldn't tell with that one. Yeah, so, right, um, yeah, so Pelop, Pelops, he uh, he lives to, to a ripe old age. Uh, and he's he's gotten to the point where he's gone, oh, yeah, I, I, I think this this curse that Myrtilus was throwing at me, I think it was just all a bit of a gobbledygook. Just, uh, no, nah, just, just, just nothing really. Oh, so he's had a good fifty years, forty yeah, well, years. Well, you know, time time passes. We don't quite know how much, but uh, it's got to the point where Thyestes and Atreus they've married. Uh, they've uh, not married. They've uh, they've grown up. Uh, they're they're now young men. Well, Thyestes, oh, sorry, uh, Atreus is married. Uh, we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. And so so they're young men, and they they're sort of thinking, oh, this this curse that my dad was telling me about. That's no, probably not, not 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 much going on there. But I'll tell you what, who hasn't forgotten is uh, Hermes. Because oh, if you remember, okay. Hermes is the father of Myrtilus. Oh, no, I forgot about that. Look yeah, at that. There you go. Oh, son of a god. Yes, okay. Now I remember everyone's sons of gods. Son of a god. So he's, uh, he's, he's, well, he's, he's a god himself. So he's immortal. He's, he's got all the time in the world. So he's, what's, what's, uh, what's a few decades to him? But he goes, look, I think this curse has kind of cooled off a little bit in everyone's minds. It's time for me to... Uh, to fire it up and <laughs> shake things up. All right, that's a cool. bit of fun. That's a good curse. The yes. ones that you forget and they come back. Yes. So, um, that's what you want. yes. So the kingdom of Mycenae, which is kind of, it's, it's in the Peloponnese. It's sort of the Eastern side uh, near the very famous city of Argos. Yep. Yep. The kingship for ruling that is now up for grabs. And uh, it's it's famously prophesied by an oracle that one. So there's an area of land that there's no kings in, and everyone wants a piece. Oh no no no! The, the king's the king's dead, and they're like, oh shit! We That's need what I'm saying. Need, yeah, we need must... a king. Holy shit! <laughs> People are just surprised. There's like, what's the land? There's, what, there's no not king a king. Oh, there's not God. a king at the moment. What? <laughs> Holy crap! Yeah. So the oracle, uh, there's an oracle who prophesizes that one of the sons of Pelops will rule the kingdom of, of Mycenae. Oh, that's a little. I mean, in your moment, one of them will. <laughs> well, I'm sure. Yeah, you'd have to, you'd have to think a bit of coin. A bit of coin was passed in their way. Maybe Pelops is, you know, give, slipping a fifty to the oracle guy. Just make sure it's one of my boys. Yeah. Um, yeah, but just yeah. But then the far, yeah, he's like, on, don't name one of them. I want them to compete for it. <laughs> I've got too many kids as it is. Exactly. I'll try and cull the herd. <laughs> So, for various reasons, Thyestes and Atreus both believe that they've got the right stuff to inherit. So, they head to the Golden Citadel of uh, Mycenae, or, or at Mycenae, to push their claims. Mm-hmm. Now, this is all part of, like, in, in terms of what's going on in their heads and all that, this is all Hermes kind of, you know, spinning spinning the yarn and getting them both, um, what do you say, uh, manoeuvring them both to, to have a crack for the kingship. Okay, okay. So he's sucking them up, saying how good they are. They should have a crack. Yeah. Now, as it happens, um, uh, Hermes, he comes across a shepherd in the fields. <laughs> the cute scene. That's a nice scene. Yeah. Now, one of his flock is given birth to a golden lamb. A golden lamb? Yeah. Who's, you know, golden lamb. Because its father was a god? No. I wouldn't worry about that. It's not, not important. 
basically golden lamb uh, who has a golden fleece. Now it's not that golden fleece. It's not the oh. one that you. It's no. not the one you hear, you hear Jason and his mates going after. And he's, and he's Argonauts, no? Okay. No, nah, no, nah, it's the Argonauts right now. Sorry. Oh, wow. Oh, this beer is not big enough. <laughs> so we'll, we'll cut that out. <laughs> now, the stories do differ on uh, on the Golden Lamb or Golden Fleece, but basically the, the main thing you need to know about the, the Golden Lamb slash golden fleece is that it's a sign of kingship ah uh, good yeah you've got that you're the top dog i wouldn't want to be embarrassed when somebody brings up golden lamb golden fleece to the conversation and i don't know what i'm talking about well now you know now i'm all over it and knowing is half the battle yeah <laughs> exactly so uh hermes uh convinces or, or gets the the shepherd to travel to mycenae and uh present the lamb slash fleece to who shall rule the kingdom. Ah, uh, okay. So it's a prize. Yep. Well, it's a bit of power there for a shepherd. I mean, he, he gets to pick the king. Why don't he just keep it himself? Oh, okay. Sorry, I missed that bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. Why is, it, why is he picked that shepherd to do it? Just because it was his sheep? It, it's his lamb. So he gets to determine who's the king. Yeah, well, maybe Hermes is like, well, you know, you're already here. You know the lamb. Lay of the lamb? <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> yeah. Lay of the lamb. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> he kicked in. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Hermes is like, look, you know, it's the eleventh. It's the eleventh hour, mate. Um, you're the only. You're the only one on at the moment. Um, I need you to do this for me. So yeah. So the shepherd goes. Yep. Yeah, no worries. I'll do that. And he goes to. He travels to Mycenae and presents the lamb to Atreus. And so Atreus is like, sweet, no worries. Was there a reason why he gave it to Atreus? Just gives it to him. Just like the look of him? Sweet. There you go, mate. Well, Zeus, Zeus is pretty, he's pretty, he's a fan of Atreus. He likes the cut of his jib and he goes, he goes, all right, maybe he's, got, he's moving some stuff in the background, but the shepherd gives the lamb to, uh, to Atreus. Mm-hmm. And so Atreus is, is, is pretty happy with himself. He's going to go and prepare because they, they're going to have a big ceremony, big function uh, where, you know, you present yourself to the public of Mycenae and you go, yep, yep, I'm your king. And they go, yep, good on you. Oh, the classic show the king. Yep, I got you. That old classic. I'll show the new pope your fancy ways. Yeah, exactly. Show, show your face to the people. You're all good. Now, Thyestes, he hears about this. And he obviously, he's a bit perturbed by it because, you know, that's the sign that you can be king or yeah, not. So, but, well, not quite because he's got a little bit of a, uh, a little bit of an alternate route to get there because... Thyestes is actually the lover of Atreus's wife, Arope. Oh, you see. So you left that out. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I should have know. known. I should have known that character was married and that his brother was... Well, I said, he was, I said Atreus was married and I said, okay. we'll get to it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Okay, I should have... Foresighting. So, yeah. Now, the sources vary in terms of, like, the writings, when it was written, uh, like, who wrote it, when they wrote oh, it. But... Uh, yeah, for sure. Like, there's there's a lot of uh, a lot of chatter, <laughs> a lot of chatter that two of Aropi's sons are actually um, Thyestes. Oh, so like oh. illegitimate sons. Yeah, yeah. Um, had with Thyestes. There's no way to know back then either. Well, yeah, but but they're not. Atreus isn't thinking that they're his sons. It's just, it happens at some time. There's two sons that she has with Thyestes. So they've they've been having it off for a little while. 
So this, those two sons' names is Tantalus. So <laughs> bit of a, yeah, not, not to be confused it's with, a, uh, with our mate who's reboot. forever hungry, forever thirsty. <laughs> just a reboot of another story. <laughs> it's, a, it's the age of reboots. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Pisthenes. So you don't need to worry too much, too much about the, about their names, but that's the, the supposed Already the, forgotten. The, don't beautiful, worry. the illegitimate children, um, are supposedly them. So anyway, Phaestes, he goes to Oropi and he, you know, seduces her a little bit more and he says, you know what? I think it'd be a really great idea if you gave me that golden lamb that Atreus has. And so she being, you know, she, she's, well, yeah, well, yeah, he's, well, he's pretty, he's, I know, tongue of honey or something. Cause she, she's like, yep. Yeah, oh, beautiful. I'm all over it. Here you go. Take the lamb. So she had, she had easy access to it. Yep. <laughs> um, gives, gives Phaestes the lamb and he, this is at, at, pretty much the 11th hour. So he gets the lamb and he goes straight to the assembly, presents himself with the lamb and everyone's like, oh, Thyestes, you're our king because you got the lamb. <laughs> so whoever had a last gets to be the king. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's like musical chairs, but with a friggin' lamb. Yeah. Wow, sneaking this lamb around. <laughs> yeah, so Atreus, he's pretty shitty at this. Understandably, you'd think he'd keep a closer eye. Well, on. he should have probably been looking. Probably should have been looking up yeah, to the lamb. Closer eye needed. Although he did trust his wife. He trust his wife, I suppose. You know, however which way it goes, uh, Zeus hasn't. You know, he's not blind to all this. King of the gods, he sees it. You know, he's got. Mm-hmm. He's, he's in Atreus's corner, and he goes, "Look, this is uh, this is an on. Actually, I, I, I want Atreus. He's my boy. Uh, I'm going to get him back into it." So he he sends Hermes, the guy who started all this. To go and to go and just chat to him and just say, look, it's all right, you know, your brother does have the golden lamb. That's all right, Zeus is, Zeus has got your back. It's all good. He's just going to cause like a, a solar, oh, sorry, uh, yeah, solar eclipse. And uh, but you just got to tell everybody that Zeus isn't happy with this. So with uh, with Thyestes being king or being presented, uh, so Zeus is going to show his power and his um, his favoritism towards Atreus. So he goes, yep, no worries, I'll do that. He presents himself to the crowd. He's going to tell them that a solar eclipse is going to happen or is he just going to use that? No, a... he's, just, he's just going to say that Zeus isn't happy with uh, Thyestes being king and, uh, you know, his, uh, his uh, display of kingship being the golden lamb is not, it's not enough in this case. So I'm going, to get my, I'm going to get, you know, the big dog, I'm going to get Zeus to do something for me. He, he makes a solar eclipse happen and everyone's like, holy shit, all right, Atreus, boom, you're the man. I love how they, they're that involved. They're like, that must be happening because of us. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, so he didn't even give him a heads up that Zeus is going to do a solo eclipse. That just happened. And he went, look, Zeus is oh, No, he said, he said, Zeus is, you know, I'm going to, like the heavens are going to show, make a display about, you know, why I should be king. And then boom, eclipse. Everyone's like, holy shit, Atreus. Oh, well, there you go. Sorry. Okay. At least yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. It wasn't like it just happened. And he's like, oh yeah, by the way, that was for me. <laughs> by the way, I'm king. Thanks. Thanks for coming. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Atreus becomes king of Mycenae uh, and he promptly banishes Thyestes. Ah, nice. That's probably very clever. That's very clever. Yeah. Kicks him, kicks him out of the realm. I don't know what he did with the lamb. Probably booted the lamb as well. Do you know about his missus having a little uh, sneakiness with his brother yet? Well, boy, I tell you what, he finds out. Um, <laughs> oh, that's, so he doesn't kind of query as how he got the lamb. He trusts his wife still. Well, you know, he, he, he quickly deduces. He goes, uh, what, what do you call it? Um, uh, 
Oh, it's Columbo. He goes Columbo on it and quickly wow. discovers you can, that... You can think of, like, a more relevant detective on TV now. He had to go Columbo gonna, from 30 I was going to say, I was gonna say Monk. Oh, Horatio <laughs> Crane? Come on. Anyway, he gets his detective hat on. Sherlock Holmes could have done <laughs> Columbo. Yeah, I am old. Why not? Uh, so anyway, he quickly deduces that Aropi is the one that uh, that gave Thyestia the lamb, and he drowns it. Boom! See you later. Yeah. A drowning too. So that's she's out. that's wow, that's cold blooded. It's personal. <laughs> yeah, that's it's personal. Powerful. That's not nice. Uh, it's not quick. Yeah. So you'd think, at, yeah, you'd think at this point he's banished his he's banished his brother. He's uh, he's killed his wife, who was you know unfaithful. Uh, or betray betraying him and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'd think he'd be he'd be all right, water under the bridge, so to speak. Bit of double uh, standards, but not, but not the case. She gets drowned, he gets yeah. banished. Like, I'll take a punishment. I, I, I know. <laughs> well, she just you, just wait. You'll be scratching your head a bit more with this tale oh. and uh, <laughs> how he goes about it. Uh, but Atreus, he still harbors a bit of deep seated hatred towards Thyestes, just for the way he's kind of you know backstabbed him, had it off with his wife, tries to nick the kingship from him. Um, you know, and he wants, he still wants to get a bit of revenge. Not saying he, he does have motive for being a dick. Yeah, he's got motive. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not just, um, it's not like uh, Odomaeus just, oh. I'm a dick. He's, he's got, he's got reason to be a dick. Yeah, yeah. He's got reason to be a dick. Uh, so he, but so he decides he's going to invite Thyestes back to Mycenae as a bit of a show of reconciliation. Oh, is there ulterior motives here, Patrick? Yeah. Oh. All the, all the while, oh, oh, all the while is. is like, oh, He's like, oh, I'm going to get you with a bit of retribution, mate. You're going to get it. So Thyestes is like, sweet. He gets welcomed back and he's like, oh, great. Lovely. Great to be back in Mycenae again. Sorry I bought your wife. Oh, <laughs> I'm bringing my two sons with me as well. So we're going to think it's Tantalus and uh, Pisthenes. Oh, that you thought were your sons all this time. Yeah. Yeah. So he's going to bring a couple of his kids. Um, the evidence of the cheating with him. Nice. Well, yeah. <laughs> we'll have a big old feast. Yeah. And so Atreus, he must have been reading like Tantalus's notes or something like that, as in his father Tantalus, because he goes, uh, "Oh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to nick Thyestes' sons. I'm going to kill them and I'm going to cook them up <laughs> <laughs> and serve them at this feast." Oh, lovely! All right, yeah. Well, if you've got such a solid story, why change it so bad? Eh? Yeah, just go for the old classics: cooking your sons. <laughs> keep keep thumping out that that that. Uh, the, the beamer, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> oh, why not? Hey, why not go with it? Yeah, exactly. Or th- th- keep thumping out the banger. That's right. So, <laughs> beamer made more sense. Anyway, yeah. You know, uh, Atreus he serves serves the meal. Thias he sits down. I'm assuming there's a bunch of other people there. Did he say, "Oh, so we can't start because my kids aren't here yet"? <laughs> oh wait. Oh, he, here he, they are. He's completely forgot. He's completely forgotten about his kids. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> he's welcome. Yeah, yeah. Atreus is sitting. Atreus is sitting there going, oh, they're closer than you think, mate. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, big, big, big platters. They're all good to go. Now, there's a serving dish just off to the side that's just got a cover on it, like a lid, like a lid covering it. But yep. you know, d- don't worry about that. It's it's inconspicuous. Uh, For the unveiling. Yeah, I got you. Well, you know, so Thyestes, he, he, he goes to town on this. Uh, <laughs> is, it, is it the chilled monkey brains? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. That'd be awesome.
monkey brains. See, yeah, so he goes to town on this feast. He's just eating his fill. Now, at this time, you know, all the heavens above are darkening. There's, like, thunder clouds. Like, everyone's just losing their shit in the, uh, in, like, for the gods. Because, you know, you're eating your sons. They're just like, holy <laughs> yeah. fuck, this is nuts. Guys messed up. And this guy's and just... He's like, uh, he's not my dude anymore. <laughs> yes. he's, like, uh, he's sitting there going, I made a huge mistake. I backed the wrong horse. This guy's a sock bat. So, Thyestis has just got his pig in out. He's eating more than his feel. He's popped the button on his jeans. He's having a great time. Like, he's... He... <laughs> Do they have jeans back in ages? Yeah. <laughs> Levi's going around. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, so, anyway, so he finishes. He, he, he eats his fill. He eats heartily. He's done. He sits back and he goes, that was a fantastic meal, Atreus. Could you tell me where my sons are, by the way? I forgot about them. <laughs> I was just stuffing myself. With this, and Atreus, this Atreus has been sitting there this whole time going, you just fucking bring up your sons, mate. You just bring them up because I've got something for you. So he takes the big serving dish that's been covered the whole night, places it down Oh, the one that was off to the side? Inconspicuous. Oh, what is this going to be? And so he places it down, removes the lid, which shows the hands, heads and feet of his sons. Are they the bad man? Is that the sausage man? He's going to use that for later. He couldn't use that in a stew, so he's going to just put that in Well, maybe, maybe he's going to save it later and make a broth. I don't know. But uh, oh, lovely. either way, Thyestes, he understandably freaks out. He, he oh, recognises what he's... That's a genuine response. Yeah. He starts vomiting, just acting hysterical. He kicks over the table, which all the food was on. And as the table's like being kicked over he he looks square at atreus and he's screaming he goes something along the lines of he's like may your house fall as surely as this table and uh and you know some, something to that effect and everyone's like oh shit you gone did it now <laughs> that was a burn that was a big burn so were the other people at the dinner eating his sons too well you you maybe and they were just like oh my god i can't believe that but well, they all are. Oh, can I have what's in that dish? No, I don't have that dish. That dish is flat. <laughs> it's fine. Why not? I want it now. <laughs> Why's this dish got hands in it? I told you not to open it. That <laughs> Um. So anyway, so the feast is done. Thyestes leaves. He's just allowed to leave. Um. And he there's in. I'm talking leaves Mycenae. Like he's done. Oh, so yeah. there's obviously no repercussions for making him eat his own kids. Well, that, see, buddy. I, well, that's I got the, you. Well, that's enough, you know. Hey, mate. So, you know, veggie kids. Hey, go on, fuck off now. You're done. Like, yeah. Yeah. like no reconciliation <laughs> he's here. He's not gonna. He's not gonna do anything. Yeah. Well, you <laughs> know, you you go. Think, he won't be back. <laughs> Atreus, he's got no worries. He's like, yeah, cool. Just, just leave again. That's all right. So he goes and dwells in the area of Sikion. Now He'd that's stewing. He'd be stewing. Sikion's like forty k north, like forty kilometers north of Mycenae. So it's not far. Like you're not. You're not going across the Mediterranean or something like that. He's just down, essentially just down the road, a couple of days walk. And so he's, he goes to Sikion and he's, he's harboring thoughts of revenge. Like he's understandably, you know, you eat, you eat, a, couple <laughs> yeah. of your, eat a couple of your kids against your will. You're not going to be happy at the dude, who, uh, the bloke who told you to. Well, not told you to. You're not going to be happy at the bloke who made you. So as I said, uh, yeah, uh, Thyestes is, is, is pretty dirty at Atreus and he decides to travel uh, to consult one of the oracles. CC, what can you do? You're in trouble. You're in trouble. You don't know what to do. Talk to the oracles. I'll sort you out. Now, the oracle tells Thyestes uh, that he would father a son from his own daughter, whose name is Pelopea. 
and that this sun. Now we're getting now we're getting Greek. This is this is mythology. Yeah, it's a weird yeah. way to start for an oracle. Just like yeah, you're gonna buff your daughter, and you <laughs> bit of incest. He's like, I always knew it. <laughs> I knew it deep down. But but on the plus side, the sun that you guys have will avenge you. So you'll you, that sun will avenge you. You'll sort out Orestes for you. Oh, sorry, uh, you'll sort out um, Atreus for you. So this oracle has just planted a terrible seed in this father's hands. <laughs> if you and your daughter, you will avenge it. He's really messing with this guy. Um, so Thyestes, uh, you know, he's sickened by the idea of incest. Uh, he's, he's, that's not something, not However, a road he wants to go down. his level of sick must be pretty low. He just ate his kids. So, well, he didn't know. He didn't know it was He kids. must be pretty, well, I think he's got a taste for it now. <laughs> yeah, deep down, <laughs> deep down he knew. It only he takes knew. one meal. Oh, God. Natural progression. Yeah. So Thyestes is sickened by the idea of incest, doesn't want to do it. Uh, and he, he still wants to take revenge on Atreus, by the way. That hasn't gone away. But he just doesn't want to go go down that road to revenge. <laughs> there must be another way. And so he, <laughs> yeah, so he decides, no, nah, bugger this. I'm going to leave uh, leave you, Oracle, and I'm going to head back to Sikion and just come up with an idea. Something's got to something's got to turn around for me. So he, he you know packs up for his journey and off he goes. Now on his journey back to Sikion, uh, Thyestes stumbles upon uh, one of the sanctuaries that's very special to Athena. Okay. Okay. Now. Um, is it like where it have a statue of Athena, like where people would yeah, praise little, her? Yeah, little, little, like little temple, you know, they, they make shrine or something. That. Yeah, yeah. It's like a complex, but like a, a, <laughs> a, small, a smaller one. Friends. <laughs> <laughs> no. The water fountain where they're all dancing around the start. Well, it's, it's not far I'll from be here for you. <laughs> it's not, not, not quite as cheesy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's a group of priestesses there who are performing a rite to Athena. So they're, you know, making sacrifices and offerings and all that kind of stuff. The stuff that priestesses mm-hmm. do. Now this is at night uh, that he that he does it, and he sees one of the priestesses uh, spill a bit of the offering blood sort of on, on herself, and she's like, "Oh shit, I've spilled it all down me gown. Better go down to the river and wash it off." So she, <laughs> I have a feeling what's happening. But like, yeah, okay. <laughs> well, you know, um, so he's he, unaware of his presence, as in she doesn't know that Thyasis is there. She goes down to the river. <laughs> he's lurking on her. He's, yeah. well, you know, the bag. She wanders down to where he is. So he's. But it's still, it's still kind of creepy because whatever he's doing, he's lurking. So I'm not saying he, I'm not saying he tracked her, but he he's was outstayed there. Her, he's, he's outstayed his welcome. Yeah, he's, he's just hanging around. We're yeah. now in creeper territory. Mm. So Thyestes be creeping. It's 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 happening. So he so he she starts to she takes off her gown uh, to wash it off and all that, and they just have a bit of a bit of a dip herself. Um, so as I said, yeah, there's uh, it's night time. There's no moon that night, however. But you know the stars are just sort of giving Thyestes just a bit of a glimpse of her, her naked female form. So, you know, there's a bit of side Thyestes being a red-blooded male couldn't help himself. Well, you know, there's a bit, there's a bit of, there's a bit of side boob there, you know, the small of her back. She's a bit of bum <laughs> Side cheek. boob, under boob, well, curve of her neck. Yep. <laughs> Earlobe. Oh, see you later. And she's got blood on her. <laughs> well, that's probably what set him off. He's I like, oh, blood. <laughs> Human blood. Oh. So overcome with lust, he leaps out and begins raping the poor girl. Oh, Jesus. Overcome. Yeah. Is that a defence? I was overcome with lust. <laughs> oh, okay. got the better on me. Can, can happen to anyone, sir. Yeah. On your well, way. It definitely happens to him and uh, more so to her. She, uh, she, Didn't she he have more on his plate, like more to worry about than some attractive young woman that he has to rape? Well, I have to... So, you have to you know, avenge his brother 
Oh, you have to assume he's under a bit of stress. So he's... He just, <laughs> and he let it out. Anyway, so as I said, he's, he's raping this poor girl. And as it happens, turns out to be his own daughter, Pelopea. <laughs> so what the Oracle just said happened. Oh, my goodness. And yeah. he didn't want it to happen. He didn't oh, want it to happen. No. No. But because it was night time, he didn't recognise it. Accidental incest. You don't recognise your own daughter. What about, what about, she, is she crying out for help? Ah, stop raping me. And he doesn't recognise the voice or anything? Doesn't recognise, like, the look of her? It's his daughter. Maybe she was much younger when he raped her. I don't know. <laughs> her different voice. Yeah. Jesus. Anyway, horrible, so. horrible thing happens. Uh, yeah, he finishes the deed and then he gets a bit, he gets a bit sheepish. And he, he just... He just <laughs> he oh, is he embarrassed? Is he embarrassed that he raped her? He's got to get out of there. He's like, oh. he's like, shit, I'm fucking off now. I'm gone. And he... Wow, I suck. He, yeah, he, he drops a few a things. A bit of clarity. As he's leaving. In his haste, he drops a few things. One of them, the most significant thing being his sword. His license? Oh, okay. No. <laughs> and his sense of decency. He's dropped yeah, that. His DNA. Yeah. <laughs> bastard. Uh, yeah, so he's dropped his sword, dropped that, and 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 fucks off back to Sikiyam. So, you know, months go by, nine of them to be exact, uh, and Pelopia. <laughs> what happens <laughs> in nine months? Oh, and and oh, Pelopia yeah. has a child. The child is a boy. How magical. <laughs> yep. It's a blessing, isn't it? You have a boy well, by rape. Uh, well, it's, it's weird because she has the child. She doesn't want anything to do with it. She's not happy at the fact that this, this child's a product of rape. Um, and she decides, uh, look, fuck this kid. I'm going to leave him. I'm, I'm going to get get one of me mates to leave him out in the wilderness. Like, just take him up to the mountains. Leave get him. one of me mates. Oh, Sharon! <laughs> Grab this little bastard and take him up the mountains, would you? Sure thing, Pelopea. <laughs> Got you, girl. So they, Thanks, they, girl. So they, they, they take the baby and the sword because she's like, get this fucking sword out of here as well. Done with it. She's been hanging onto it as yeah, evidence, yeah. So she's like, take the sword, take the kid, drop it in the mountains, leave for the wolves and the crows to have at. Nice. So Pelopea, she's, you know, picture of virtue as well. Well, oh, she was a virgin as well when uh, when, um, when uh, Thyestes raped her. <laughs> Poor little virgin probably, as well. Pretty keen for, pretty keen for sex after that. Turned her off. Yeah. Yeah. She's <laughs> probably not doing that these times. No, sorry. No thanks. Uh, yeah, so they leave leave the child in the mountains for the wolves and the crows to get at. Now it just so happens that the shepherd, not the same shepherd, is dishing out kingships to people. Uh, different no, shepherd. No, not that one. Yep, no, different shepherd by the name of Aegisthus. Aegisthus. Okay. Yes, he chances upon the baby, um, and then goes, "Oh shit, I better not let this kid die." Let's he chances upon. Nice. He chances yeah, well, upon. It. <laughs> Well, he's in the mountains. I mean, <laughs> did he trip over it? Oh, fuck. <laughs> 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 so he, he goes, Well, I'm not going to let this baby die. It's not the right thing to do. I'm going to wean it. Just like wean it on the milk from me goats. <laughs> I thought you were going to go. Hey, no. <laughs> no. He produced milk as well. It's not that wacky. From his teats. <laughs> Squeezes out some heavily man milk. Like, it could have been a cider or something. I don't know. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No. No, just his goats. He's so got goats. It's, it's it's all right. So the boy the boy gets to a point where he's uh, he's had enough of goats milk. He goes, nah, nah, I'm good. I'm good with that now. Um, we're, we're, <laughs> I'm good. I'm 25. Leave me alone. I'm not sucking any more goats. He's, he's still he's still a baby. He's basically been satisfied to the point where he's not going to die. Um, and Gisus is like, oh, sweet, I, I can travel with this kid now. 
So he... <laughs> Sweet, I can leave him back in the woods. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So instead of... So we're somewhere, uh, you know, around the area of Sikion. And so the um, shepherd, Agestus, he decides to take the, the child to see Atreus in Mycenae. So south, uh, you know, uh, tens of okay. k's south. He takes him to the king and then goes, uh, mate, uh, you should probably raise this kid as your own. Oh, you should probably raise this kid. It's a very small circle of people. Well, <laughs> the shepherd goes, oh, I'm just take it to this king. I know, I know. Who's the power that these shepherds have? Because I need to see the king immediately. <laughs> I have a baby. You're like, great. I'll tell you what, I'll raise the kid as my own. Kid for Thanks, shepherd. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. So, yeah, so... Atreus sees the child and he's like, this this child's pretty, he, he's got the look of a mad dude. I, I'm going to raise him. Raise him as my own. It's going to be a good, I'll bring him up with my own sons. And so like years pass, the boy grows into a young man and he gets the name pretty early on. He gets the name Aegisthus as well. So I think in, in, in to honour the, the shepherd who saved him, he uh, in turn gets the name Aegisthus. And he grows up as one of the, basically grows up as a paternal son of Atreus and a stepbrother to Atreus's two sons, Agamemnon and Menelaus. Agamemnon. Oh, we know about him. <laughs> we, there he is. You've heard him. We do. You've heard it. You've heard of Menelaus. We have. of the Trojan War, all that jazz. More to come. So, you know, as I said, years have passed. Uh, the young Aegisthus and Agamemnon they're and Menelaus. They were in the 20s, have gr- they've, grown, they've, grown, they've grown to be in men or considered men back in those days. So time has passed. But I'll tell you what hasn't passed. Atreus's hatred of his brother, Thyestes. Oh. He is just holding on to this something chronic. Does he know what he's done about raping his own daughter yet? Accidental incest. No, no, maybe not yet. Maybe we'll let some slide. <laughs> let it slide. You maybe, maybe sit there and go, well, I fed my brother his own sons. Maybe mm. I've done enough. But no, he's, he's, he's still like, nah. I'm going to beat the same drum and I'm going to, you know, invite uh, Thyestes back to Mycenae <laughs> and have a feast of reconciliation. Fool me once, Thyestes. What are you doing, buddy? <laughs> Why are you going back? <laughs> so Thyestes just been stewing, just waiting for his moment to get back, basically, in all this time that everyone's growing up. Well, he's like, man, I'm not going to rape my daughter to have a kid to kill him. Something will turn up. And then, you know... Um, Atreus years later, invo- years invites later. him back. So maybe he's probably got ideas. Oh, I swear, do we take care of him this way? You know, you fooled me once by feeding me with two kids. I'm going to feed you something else this time. So what is he so, doing at this stage? Is he just farming, or is he just got some land of his own? He's just tending, just to hanging it? out, just hanging out in the woods, just hanging out, right. just hanging out, stewing, <laughs> just hanging out, not hanging out, not having yeah. a sword. He's just pretty, he's just like, fuck, I dropped everything when I was raping my daughter, Pelopea. He's still doing well just to stay alive for 20 years, 15 years. Well, he's having a great time. Uh, oh, he's a son of Pelops. Yep, yep, I know. <laughs> yeah. He's cruising. He's like a D-grade celebrity now. Like, he's, uh, he's people know him. So he's just hanging around bars, I reckon, just telling some old stories, <laughs> just some cheap drinks. Yeah, it's like a, like, oh, like, a, like, a, like a, a sportsman. Sportsman who couldn't make the pros. Would have gone pro if it wasn't for my bone knee or something like <laughs> that. My brother feeding me my kids. I <laughs> uh, wish, wish I had some sons and daughters. Yeah. Oh, oh, do, you, yeah. oh. do you have any other family? Uh, I don't want to go into that. <laughs> I got some stories about that. 
<laughs> uh, anyway, so so uh, you know, at the same time that Atreus sends out the the invitation to Thyestes to come back to Mycenae, he's been like not not poisoning, but you know, really feeling his own sons, as in Menelaus, uh, Agamemnon, mm-hmm. and Aegisthus, with you know the, all the terrible things about Thyestes. So all the sons are just like. Fuck, this Thyestes guy is shit out. This guy. Yeah, this guy's a yeah. Great. And so Aegisthus, he gets it into his head. I can't believe he had his own kid. <laughs> yeah. No, Aegisthus, <laughs> at this time, he comes to he comes to the uh, the realisation in himself, probably with the help of Atreus, that he's, he goes, all right, when this Thyestes guy comes to town, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go and kill him as a way to thank, uh, you know, my stepfather Atreus for taking me in and, and, and raising me as his own son. You know, because I, I was a nobody. I was a nobody mm. found in the mountains. I got raised by the king. I've got to help him. I've got to do something to show my thanks. So Atreus is probably sitting back there going, oh, this is a great idea, mate. You should probably do that. Kill the invited guest. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, um, Thyestes is on his way and Aegisthus, uh, you know, confronts him in a bit of a secluded place. So it's just them two. And uh, Aegisthus, he's, he's got his sword that he's had since he was a baby because he's been carrying that as a bit of an heirloom. Um, you know, he's probably got some emotional connection to it. And he raises this sword and he's like, Thyestes, I'm going to kill you, mate. Like, this is going to help my dad out, make him feel like, you know, earn my spot in the family. And so the, the arms raised... Well, what does Thyestes raise? He doesn't have a sword. <laughs> well, he raises a word. Because <laughs> as the well, sword is the sword. Up, ready, to, ready to drop and, and make the killing blow... Mm-hmm. Thyestes recognises the sword and he's like, wait a second, that's my sword. I dropped that when I was raping my daughter. How do you have it? <laughs> I raped your mum. <laughs> and then they have a bit of a... <laughs> they have a... <laughs> I, I'm, I raped your mum, sister. Oh, shit. <laughs> a bit of a catch-up, did they? <laughs> Put the <dots> together? <laughs> well, they, you know, they got to... They got to the bottom of it and they re- they recognised each other as father and son. Goes, oh, you've got my eyes, you know, you've got my hair, whatever. They 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 recognise the terrible truth of what is going on, and so they they also send for Pelopea, who's nearby apparently, to, to come to come to come along and and just just confirm it. <laughs> I can verify all of this. <laughs> I'm right here. See you later. <laughs> Well, in a sense, it's exactly what she does. She comes, <laughs> confirms the story, <laughs> takes the sword, and falls on it herself. She kills herself with it. <laughs> She's like, "This is fucked." I just found out my dad's raped me, and my son is like right here. Like, I, I, I thought he was off with the wolves. Like, this is fucked. And so she she falls on the sword and kills herself. <laughs> so she literally fell on a sword to kill herself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How do you do that? Oh, no, she no, no, she pointed it towards her guts and then went, Ugh, like, you know, like a defeated Roman general would, something like that, like committed suicide with it. Uh, so she, like, fell on, okay, oh, God. That's a, that's a good She way. didn't just, like, trip and go, like, oh, the sword. <laughs> Who put this sword here? Oh. Stab, stab. Maybe she's just trying to get her life insurance claimed. It wasn't suicide. Oh. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe so. Maybe so. So after this, uh, against this, he's, uh, he's got a new a new mission. And he's like, mate, I'm going to take this sword that's covered with my own sister mother's blood and I'm going to take it back to Atreus, my stepfather, as proof that I've killed Thyestes. So I've done what he wanted, part of the family, um, good for me. And Atreus, he's overjoyed. He's like, great, about time somebody killed my brother. I can't believe why I didn't think of it before. Like, how many decades did you have? But that's got to be, 
he would have had some awesome scheme. <laughs> like, if he's invited him back, he would have had something really sick yeah. to fuck around with him. He's like, ah, oh, you bastard. It's like, shit. You just killed him? Ugh. Shit, send the marching band home. I had some I had some plans for him. Cancel the acrobats. We're done. <laughs> Looks like a normal night again. Jesus. You did save me some money there, son, so thanks for that. But, oh, geez, I had a show. Anyway, I want to thank you for doing that. It's, it's really taken a load off my mind. I'm just going to go quickly and just make a, a little Thanksgiving sacrifice to the gods. And I've got such good fortune. And uh, Aegisthus, he's like, man, I've got a little something for you as well. Uh, is a little stabby stab. So he, Atreus, <laughs> uh, sorry, uh, Aegisthus kills Atreus. Oh, see you, mate. Bit of comeuppance. Yep, Atreus is done. He's out. The king is dead. And uh, long live the new king, which is uh, Thyestes. Oh, so also so Aegisthus does all the hard work. Shit. Yeah, this and then and good. then he and then he steps in and uh, and 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 takes the key, takes the crown. So Thyestes is is king, um, and Aegisthus is happy with uh, you know getting a bit of retribution, I guess. Has Aegisthus just forgotten about the rape of his mother? Accidental incest. Apparently so. Apparently he's uh he's yeah his biological bond with his uh his his rapey father um yeah. is. He's stronger. Now, he's stronger he than any, any him the king. What's stronger than any morals or uh, or sense of decency or anything like that? The kid really wanted a father figure, didn't he? Do you love me now, Dad? Well, You're king. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. Well, he's still got. Um, Aegisthus still has uh, his stepbrothers to deal with in the in the in the form of Agamemnon and Menelaus. You know they're not going to be too happy that their their dear old dad Atreus is dead. Oh, step brother, yeah. No. And it was pretty quick for Aegisthus to turn on them as well. I mean, he grew up with them. They 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 got on well by all by all the courts. Uh, but you know, Aegisthus and Thyestes they run Agamemnon and Menelaus out of Mycenae for like five minutes, and then <laughs> Menelaus and Mycenae come back and succeed in expelling Thyestes and Aegisthus from the city. And they're done from Mycenae. Are they just chasing each other like the Benny Hill show? Like, <laughs> like this is ridiculous. They're not going to kill each other. Well, no, they're just going to chase each other. Out. Well, I'll tell you what, Thyestes isn't going to get killed because he flees. He goes into exile um, in Scythera. Okay, yeah. So just this island where he can he can live out his days in 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 peace and quiet. Not a bad end for somebody who, uh, you know, watched and, and participated in a lot of his family members dying and falling. Well, he's not good, if we remember back. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he, the other guy, He's pretty shit as well. Yeah, he's not good. It's just, yeah. And he gets a good ending. It's a happy ending, essentially. It was a competition between who's like the shittest brother out of him and Atreus. Atreus, sorry. And it went down the wire. Well, it really did. It really did. Um, so yeah, he's in exile. He dies out his days there. Or he, so he, he lives out the rest of his days there and dies in, you know. Just, yeah, in his sleep, probably. Nothing. He's, he's done. Now, Aegisthus, he kind of disappears from our story. But don't worry. I'm sure I'm sure we haven't heard the last of him. Mm. I'm sure he's, sure he's going to be back. Do you out. know something about it? Or is it just a feeling? Um, so, no, I'm just, just think, just oh, guessing. No, it's just feel. Yeah. There's... there's <laughs> I was going to say well, this. Someone hasn't someone hasn't been raped for twenty minutes, so I'm sure he's gonna jump up, pop up where that's needed. Uh, I'm gonna well, I'm, well, Agamemnon and Menelaus have had enough of Aegisthus, but I'm sure there's some more Aegisthus for the rest of us. Mm. Mm. <laughs> wow.
<laughs> I am sorry. So anyway, let's just uh, overrule that. We'll get rid of that right away. So this story, uh, or this part of the story, has Agamemnon and Menelaus. They, uh, you know, they're ruling in Mycenae and then Sparta through. They're ruling uh, together. Oh no, they've got different perspective of, you know, respectively. So Agamemnon rules Mycenae and Menelaus rules Sparta through a marriage, which I'll talk about in part three. And, but, you know, they, they, they rule well, they rule wisely and, you know, nothing to worry about anymore to do with this pesky curse, I reckon. I reckon that's probably run its course. Although is it that, doesn't. No, it doesn't. I was say, is there a time limit on curses? I think it just keeps going, doesn't it? No, with this curse goose is not cooked yet. I tell you what, there's some more stuff coming with this tale. Can, can anyone throw out a curse? Is this like the person that threw it out? He wasn't a sorcerer or a warlock. Like, can you no, just no, throw out a curse? No, it's, gonna... no, they're thinking that this curse that was happening is is done. No, that's what I'm saying. But I'm saying, can anybody can anybody in Greek mythology just throw out a curse? And it's well. First of all, you've got to. There's two requirements for throwing out a curse, at least in this story. You need to a, be the you need to be the son of a god, and you need to be a horse mechanic. Yeah, and tossed off a cliff. Yeah, three, yeah. All those, three, three requirements. Those stars, if those stars line up, you can throw whatever you want out. That's the big three. Yeah. So speaking of big three, uh, stay tuned. We're gonna have uh, we'll have uh, the big third part of this saga the finale oh, of the, the finale. curse of the house of atreus oh, yes so who are our main characters left agamemnon and uh his brother agamemnon menelaus and a uh a geese this is he's floating around the periphery i thought you said he was gone i said he was gone but we might see him again oh. <laughs> what a preview see see what happens oh. see what happens but yeah we'll uh we'll, we'll get together buttons. in another week and uh, I'll, I'll tell you all about it well can't wait my goodness, what an episode this was. <laughs> Both episodes have had rapes in them, so. <laughs> this is PG rated. You wait for number three. Every time oh, a God. woman's involved in one of these stories, rape, it's like, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> just, just whenever you hear, and uh, there was a woman, you're like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, good times. But, yep, yeah, now we'll uh, catch up in part three. Beautiful. Well, can't Screw wait. Me. All righty. Until then. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to A Little History. Uh, we're an independent podcast, so it would truly be wonderful if you could uh, like or follow us wherever you're hearing A Little History today. Uh, and feel free to leave a comment below as well. Now, if you want to get in touch, uh, have any suggestions for future episodes, or you just want to send in your love, send it to a little history podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter under A Little History Podcast. All right, we'll see you next time.